The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That's not nice, but Everclear there. That is the uh, winner for Rock Wars this week, Brady and his teammate Craig Gass, uh, all over it, and uh, a beautiful thing. All over it. All over it. Just like Craig's D was on every girl in the 1980s in Phoenix and Tucson. You got laid in cities you didn't live in Uh, when you were in high school. Uh, you yeah. said you were banging up here. You're down in Tucson. I couldn't. Oh even, yeah, I couldn't oh. even do it in Mesa. No, growing up in Arizona, yeah, it was. There Stop was just saying it like that was handed out at the at the mailboxes. It was no. just like it was at Spread Mountain. I remember when my friend Mark in ninth grade goes, "I'm breaking up with Tiffany if she doesn't start giving me more action." And I'm like, "Well, what's she giving you?" And he goes, "Hand stuff, mouth." I'm like that should suffice. You should be very happy with what's happening because you could be me. Or I'm going to break up with my hand because it's the only thing it's got. I'm stuffing he was thumbs. Laid. He was, yeah. oh, it's crazy. He was soaking in snowflakes. If you had over the place, if you had if you had long hair, <laughs> I did in the late '80s, early '90s. You were a handsome kid. You showed Stop. me a picture. I look like You're Macaulay Culkin's AIDS. No, you you were a handsome kid. You had a crazy look on your face. Well, in the picture, I always in the AIDS. picture you had a crazy look on your face, but. And, you had, and cocaine? I, uh, that's the one thing that was missing for me. I was not a fun kid when it came to that stuff, and I'm glad. Because, you know, it doesn't lead you down great paths, as you may be the first to acknowledge. Oh, I can't imagine my parents. It's kind of funny thinking about, Dad, I'm heading off with uh, Kennison right now. We're gonna, <laughs> at 17. <laughs> what? That's <laughs> all. Craig didn't even have to sneak in and out of the house. Yeah, that but video. My mom would be, Where are you going? <laughs> Kennison and I are going to I Yeah, I look like a member of Poison or Warrant in the... Uh, in the video. Yeah. No, you look like you could have been in a band for sure. And in yeah. the 80s, that worked. I did yeah. not. I the comments from your listeners are very supportive and nice. Uh, Nobody like said what happened? Instagram page. <laughs> what, uh, <laughs> when did it all go? <laughs> That's not the same guy. Those aren't compliments. And this is long before I ever wanted to do stand-up comedy. But uh, Craig Gas Comedy on Instagram to see the video of Kinnison giving a shout-out to Tucson. And I'm 17 or 18 in God, this that video. Had to be it. Wow. Well, dude, we had parties here. Party done. I don't hear it because I, I had parties. I went to parties. There's one party that still is unsettled legally at the um, what's the name I don't of that know place? What that means um, unsettled means it's you're in Arizona financially. Still? Yeah, it was in uh, the lawsuits not settled. 
Yeah, what's the name oh, of that resort over by – there's Ritz-Carlton, and then above Ritz-Carlton is a resort. Oh, the Biltmore? The Biltmore. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I, had, I, had a, I, had, I had a party at the Biltmore. Uh, Guns N' Roses were there. Oh, God. This is See, after- This is why he's getting laid. I didn't know. I, know. I can't say that it's when I was- a little different. Mine was Mark Stebbings was there. ingredients missing. Joe Rosé and like a couple of guys <laughs> yeah. from the football team. They were in town to open for Aerosmith at sure. Compton Terrace. Of course. And we had this big party. Slash comes into my room. As would happen to most juniors in high school. I was a, probably first or second senior year at that yeah, point. You had a lot of those. And Slash <laughs> ended up breaking a window- in my hotel room and running out. Why did you have a hotel room? Um, Steven Adler, their original drummer, yeah. would hit me up and just say, hey, man, come hang out. We're staying at the the Hyatt downtown yeah. was one uh, when they performed at Celebrity Theater. You Craig told was me about a that supplier. My, yeah. my, uh, did you no, bring them drugs? Uh, I mean, we would do drugs, but I they just thought I was a funny kid. <laughs> That's it. I was a funny kid. You're a fun kid. It's funny like a kid. Disney funny, movie. Funny kid. Yeah, bring like, out this funny, funny kid around. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Slash what? broke the window. And then ran out, <laughs> went back to his room. And security comes, hey, what's going on here? And everyone in the room witnessed it. We're like, yeah, you know, there's, uh, he used to stay under this. I knew what his name was that he would check in under. If you go to Mr. Smith's room yeah. uh, and ask him. And Slash was so scared of his tour manager, who was from here. His tour manager was like a big roid guy. Oh, really? Bad temper. And so just to get his road manager off his back, he goes, Doug, I swear to God, that kid Craig broke the window. Oh, he threw you under the bus. Threw me under the bus. And I'm checking out of the hotel the next morning of the Biltmore. And this guy, Doug, and they had a scary, scary bodyguard named uh, uh, Big Ron. (laughs) And they corner me at the front desk and they go, we know you did this. And if if you don't accept responsibility for this, we're going to take you outside right now. Oh, you're beat the tart of a teenager. And I, I was almost crying. Yeah. And I said, hey, so I'm the one responsible for this. <laughs> just took the and heat. I, I signed it. I still remember to this day how much the bill was. How much? Because it's such a memorable number. $666. Oh, and, my God. And 88 cents. It happened in 1988, September of 1988. The window of the beast. Window of the beast. Signed a thing. And then the next day, I came back to the hotel with my buddy Andrew and asked for a manager. And I said, hey, just so you know, we had nothing to do. It's like, but you signed a thing. And I go, but we they, honestly, they it was Guns and Roses. That guy Doug <laughs> yeah. and that guy Ron. They they and Slash went on to talk about it in an interview in Rolling Stone magazine. You're like almost famous with parents who didn't care. And then Slash went on to talk about it in his autobiography. He said one of my biggest regrets from my drug addiction is there was a kid who used to hang out with us in Arizona. It's you. And I broke a window and I I blamed him for it. And the weird thing is... What a wonderful uh, redemption story. <laughs> Have you talked to Slash hey, about it since? I'm that guy. I, not only that, I've hung out with Steven, Slash, yeah. Duff. We're all friends now with knowing me as a comedian. Right. And I'm afraid to tell them. I told Steven... That it's you? I Because oh. no they just know me as a comedian. I told Steven, and I go, I don't know if you remember this. When I was 17, we became friends uh, at the NAMM show in L.A., and every time he came to Arizona, I would get a room in the same hotel, and we would all party... And there was one night, it was at the Biltmore in Phoenix, Slash broke a room. You were with Ron and Duff, and you guys ran out because Ron said, let's yeah. get out of here. And then Slash tried to stick me to the bill, and then this is what happened. And Steven heard the whole story, and he goes, I don't remember anything. <laughs> <laughs> you give me the stroke version of Steven Adler. Well, I, I know. That's I all there is. I enjoy the authenticity. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't remember Your either. left arm's too high when you raise your arms. That's, that's it. That's it. <laughs> if I could have gotten to him earlier. I don't want to critique your impression, but that left arm went up way too high. I have pictures from that party. I'll post that tomorrow. But tonight, right, oh right now, if you God. look at my Instagram, there's a video of me as a kid growing up in Arizona uh, with Kinnison. And, um, and that's why I used to get laid a lot growing up here in Arizona is right. because of that video. I have a listener question. Because how I looked in the video. Are you interested in a listener question? Yes, go ahead. Uh, now, let me finish it because this guy's <laughs> as dark as we are. It's Key Custer. I know him. Says, uh, has Craig ever actually f- a deaf girl, or is the sister still a virgin? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been with a deaf one? No, it would creep me out to be with a deaf too much guy. family ties. Yeah, too much family because I grew up around deaf people. It's just it's a family. You know, I grew up around hearing people. I don't even think about it. <laughs> <laughs> like never once do I look down and go, she can hear just like my sister can. I don't. Any, think, she never pops into my brain. Anytime I see a deaf person on the street, I think of my family. So the right. idea of being with a deaf person would be like yeah. would be like being with someone in my family. It triggers family thoughts, of course, and they yeah. all smell similar. Yeah, so it's exactly. kind of, it's like fresh cut grass. Yeah, yeah, I understand it. I think <laughs> they have an angelic smell. The deaf, people. yes, they do. Yes, <laughs> yes, it's their gift. Yuck. Uh, Brady, it's time now for you to give us all the entertaining news, if you can top that. Uh, that only you know. It's called the Entertainment Trail. It's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of Tactical Black Self-Defense Training. All sorts of seminars and all sorts of things they got going on up there, getting you in shape and getting you ready for the real world, especially with the world of crowds we're about to deal with. Last night, Craig and I were in a crowd. The security's everywhere. You do think about it, especially when you have to walk through uh, you know, uh, metal detectors into a place with a bunch of strangers, and the first thing you see is axe-throwing contests. Well, you never know who the nutbag is who's going to have a couple of pops and have an axe handy. Uh, and I can defend myself from somebody trying to attack me with an axe because we've practiced that. It's crazy how much uh, real-life scenarios can turn. They have something for all of it. And the female self-defense course, I believe that's April 28th. I think I said the 21st before. That's April 28th, and their gun safety seminar uh, is uh, coming up. All available at reactdefense.com. And if you carry a gun or CCW license or you want it, they can help you get it, and they can do it with the greatest safety course you've ever been through, not to mention day-to-day courses that will just make you a sharper tool uh, out there. You'll be a sharper tool, not just a tool, but a sharper tool <laughs> as you walk the streets, uh, the mean streets of wherever it is you are. Uh, and plus, you can, uh, you know, fend off some of Craig's illegitimate children, which are evidently <laughs> crawling all over the city. ReactDefense.com. It's the home of Tactical Black. Brady, entertain me. Aaron Rodgers is doing a four-day darkness retreat to decide his future in the NFL. He's another one who changed his entire life because of the ayahuasca. My favorite brand of porn. Darkness. <laughs> Favorite category. <laughs> You've graduated from blacked.com to just opaque. Darkness. 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 I like that. I'm going to Google that later. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The five best Super Bowl plays of all time. James Harrison's touchdown. Uh, the helmet catch. Helmet catch was number one. Yeah, that's David a that's Helmet catch number one. Amazing wow. play. Uh, the helmet catch is amazing. Um, Your uh, James Harrison was not in the top that's five. One of, that's the best defensive play in the history of the Super Bowl. That's got to be a top five play. You kidding me? 
They uh, terrible, number, terrible list. Number two is right. Santonio Holmes. Great catch. catch. That, that's Boy, why that Super Bowl is so great. Uh, it's got two of the greatest plays in Super Bowl history in it. Malcolm Butler's goal line interception, Super Bowl forty nine. Oh, yeah, Sorry, Seahawks fans. Should have run it. Kevin Dyson gets stopped on the one yard line, Super Bowl. That's an overrated 34. play. Was that a, Rams Titans? Yes, Rams yeah. Titans. A he got stopped. B I don't even. I think that just ties the game. They act I like will, that was a game winner. One yard short as but time I'll, ran out. Yeah. Always remember that. I'll always remember that. It would have like, been a tie. My God, yeah. they could have won the but he, right there. No. It's, it's almost. It's, it's a great tackle. Why is it remembered for him coming up short and not for the guy? Because it's got, a legendary. You're like defensive you're, play. I you're guess. A, an it's a inch defense away. Play. You're yeah. an inch away from from championship. From tying it. The All they Philly special it. was number five. Philly special is a great play. Wait, tying it with the extra point would have yeah. tied it. Well, yeah. tied it with so the, they were down yeah, by seven. Kicked the extra point. So it wasn't like this. Could have gone for two. But they wouldn't have. Well, Jeff Fisher would have been murdered. Then that would have been number one. James Harris. That would have been top five. I don't know how you. That's why football playoffs. Are the best sports because guys just make dumb, dumb mistakes. They have some stupid stuff. They happening. overthink. They yeah. forget how to hold a football. They're not as big as the moment. They they, they forget about yeah. how to how to manage a clock. It's you watch Trevor Lawrence do it in the game. Uh, you know, it's like oh, the moment's too big for him. And then the second half, he was incredible. So yeah. there's a lot of redemption stuff. It is a great sport. Hopefully, we get another one of those this weekend. Leo DiCaprio's uh, potentially added again. He's been linked with a 19-year-old model this time. Ooh, he's going to stay with her Alani. for six years. She's hot. Is she? Yeah. You've yeah. seen her already? Yeah, she's stunning. Yeah, I saw the story. I got her pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> she cried on my answer machine. <sighs> Michael Jackson's estate is working out a deal to sell half of his catalog. 500, th- 500 million for just half. Holy cow. And they want to control it. They want to you control. You can't sell it. They, they want to be able to control what yeah, you do. Yeah, you get half the, the dough. For no, them. you get all the dough for its current royalties. You just can't sell it to Cadillac. You don't have rights to move it to new places. Yeah, not, you got no control. You right. make the money, yeah. but that's it exists it. as it is as far as money coming in from what it already is. Yeah, all you're you doing can't is sell getting... it to people. You can't use it for ads. You can't. It's you have no control over anything that happens. Nope. You just collect the royalties, which is healthy, significant. Yeah. And, J.G., are you going to get this one, the Metallica, 72 seasons? They're releasing yeah. it on cassette. On oh, cassette. wow. That's kind of cool. Wow. That's That'll probably really be cool. worth some dough. Or not. Or it'll melt on your dash. That's probably what's going to happen to most of them. What Two things, a little follow-up on the Grammys. One, uh, Jennifer Lopez says, Ben had a great time at the Grammys. Yeah. Just want to let you guys know. No, he didn't. Because there was that weird viral yeah. moment where he looked it, miserable. And the Grammys will tape a two-hour special honoring the 50th anniversary of hip-hop in August and will air later this year on CBS. Also, uh, breaking news this morning, um, Michael Irvin has been sent home by the NFL Network due to an accusation of uh, uh, some woman says that he's done something terrible. Which brings us back to the last Super Bowl here in Arizona when yeah. Warren Sapp <laughs> screwed up. Down and- the hall. Unbelievable story. Yeah. Warren Sapp on the... Teammates at the U. Yeah. Well, that was what we were always amazed at, because right after that, all of the NFL network had a cleanup. Um, mm. You know, they lost like seven or eight guys who were evidently touching girls at work and saying inappropriate things. We're like, how is Michael Irvin not in on this mix? Warren Sapp's tossing hookers around, and yeah. Michael Irvin's the good one who's on TV going, you know, sometimes these guys just don't think they're not too smart. So we have to be smarter as men. That's all the time going to be. Oh, wow. And then... Now, evidently, he's no longer part of the coverage. He's been sent home. Uh, he is no longer here. 
Uh, and he says, I'm baffled with everything. Uh, there was a 45-second conversation in the lobby when I got back after going out. I came into the lobby, talked to somebody, talked to this girl. I don't know her. Uh, 45 seconds, I shook her hand. I left. And this is all I know that happened, and now I have to go home. Wow. So they don't even know what the – he says, I don't even recall the conversation. We were out drinking, friendly. Uh, what's up? I'm perplexed. The ac- The evidence has to be there for the NFL Network to make that move. Well, not necessarily, because the NFL will pull anything it's that could a whole, be a, a distraction. Mix-up. It was actually Steve Kime. <laughs> it could have been, <laughs> been Cardinals GM Steve Kime once again. Uh, Michael Irvin said, what law did I break? There was definitely nothing physical. I looked around. Kime yeah. was next to me. Steve Kime, she, she pointed to the wrong bald man. You're not bald. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> Talk about that. Steve Kime gets pulled over. What is your name, sir? I'm uh, Michael Irvin. <laughs> I'm legendary wide receiver Michael Irvin. That's why my finger is on that lady's boob. Oh, there's big doings with that story around here because he's in trouble again for that. And the Cardinals organization is about to go in meltdown mode, and the NFL's covering it because the NFL screwed it up by doing exactly what they're doing to Michael Irvin, taking the accusation and and slurring the man's name immediately like they did Sean Coogler. They're, this is, this and, is not good. NFL being as big as it is. Yeah. I just feel like it had to be more than an accusation that made them go, okay, let's take that step. Because just the, so. ac- just the accusation, I feel like there's there's got to be something. Let me tell you this. Sean Kugler, the offensive line coach of the uh, Cardinals, yeah. had an accusation thrown at him the next day in the paper. says, uh, fired from the team for sexual assault in Mexico City. You told me about this yeah. a few weeks ago. And that, an was, that came from the NFL. That came from the NFL. Immediately, he's fired, get him out of here. Wasn't him. So the evidence that they said they had, they did not have. They've got the wrong. They've got the wrong dude. But I think allegedly in that, in that instance, they saw something that they thought was him. They hadn't seen anything yet. Oh, uh, well, time has that was, masked. Yeah, that was the big. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he he got a little stick with a cutout of the other guy. <laughs> How you doing, Michael Irvin? Want to go beast mode back in my room? Hello, Sony Special Effects Department. Yeah. I need another mask. <laughs> I need another one. This I need another, another mask. One. Quick. Covered uh, in DNA. I'm sending you a picture of a guy from the team. Just just yeah. make a mask really quick. It's terrible. Well, I like Michael. I've He's always been kind of like a guy who seemed like he straightened himself out. Hopefully this isn't true. We'll see. But the fact that he's already screaming, I didn't do anything, and instead of going dead quiet, uh, tells me that he's saying, I'm going to defend myself before anything else. We'll find out. But Michael Irvin's not part of this anymore. So That's crazy. Cause I just he, he was all over the media night two nights ago. Yeah. So. Two Super Bowls in a row where former well, Hall of Famers chucking women around the hotel room. Way to go. Keep it together. If you're a lady and you're down there, odds are you're going to get a settlement. Let's get close to one of them. <laughs> oh, I thought you said, I thought you were going to say if you're a lady and you're around there, Chances are you're going to get thrown around. You are. Well, that's what I'm saying. You're going to get you thrown play around. Your right. You More play your cards right. You play your cards right. You're going to yeah. get thrown around. You play, you play There's your... setups all over the yeah. place waiting to get thrown. I'd just bump hey. into, I just bump into – I would bump into Kurt Warner until he pushed me. Like, ah, I got gotcha. It's a million dollars. Soccer flop. Yeah. I would, yeah. Well, there's got to be a lot of flopping. Uh, that's it for us. Larry's coming up next. You guys have yourselves a great Wednesday. And we'll see you tomorrow right here in the morning segment. So long. <laughs> out of control now. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.